Hey, Storm Freaks, it's Phil. Hey, do you want to play the stock market, but you don't know anything about stocks? What about the weather market and putting cash down on hurricanes and rain? I'll tell you what, Luana Lopez Lara is the co-founder of Kalshi, and she is here tonight to explain. It really started from this place of most trading actually happens because people have an opinion about what's going to happen in the future and on different events. And then why is there no way for normal people to do that? And why is it not more widespread? And why is it not like a direct and easy to access way? We're also bringing the hashtag weather fools and chasers gone wild clips. I'll tell you what, it's all that and more on episode 164 of the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Going green. <laughs> Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Hey, welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast. It's brought to you by Windstorm Products. You can never be too prepared for hurricane season. Uh, our friends over at Windstorm Products, they've got the world's largest online selection of hurricane hardware. So prepare your home and shop windstormproducts.com for all your hurricane hardware and shutter installation tools. Again, that's windstormproducts.com. They are the official Hurricane Hardware Supplier of the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Um, thanks to our Patreon teammates. Uh, we got a lot of Patreon teammates helping to support us. Uh, we love and appreciate all of you. Like our new member, we got a new member, Zach. Uh, I don't know if Zach's in the house tonight, but uh, right, Zach, Zach, welcome welcome to the team. Good having welcome, you. Zach. And those of us, hey, uh, yeah, uh, say hi to Zach. I'm not sure <laughs> if he's on. If you're on, hi, make Zach. sure you're, if you're on live here, make sure you're uh uh, in the chat, I know Josh uh, Josh Burnham is in our chat and in the house. Uh, we also have our VIPs that we have back in the green room. It's a full green room tonight. We got them all back. So Garrett, Angela, and Dan, they're all here. Um, so glad you guys could join us and, and get an opportunity to talk with our guests tonight. You can also join our Patreon team with multiple level of perks. You can find the link at stormfrontfreaks.com. So, hey, it's always happy hour. So if you're new to the, like, if you're not new to the show, you know this, right? We, we, we've been, we've been uh, inappropriately diagnosed sometimes <laughs> as a drinking podcast. Uh, and that's not, not entirely true. Not entirely false, but not entirely like true. It. But if you are new to the show, uh, it's, it's our way to kind of introduce the co-hosts that are on the show tonight, let you know who's here, uh, but also find out what they're drinking and let you know we like to have a lot of fun on this weather podcast um, and be kind of laid back, have a good time. Uh, we sometimes shock our guests, so this might shock Luana. We'll, uh, we'll see. Maybe she'll join us later. Who knows? Hey, but Phil? Yes. Hey, can we, can we suggest if somebody has a beer they'd like us to try perhaps a brewery who's listening, feel free to send us some yes. and uh, we'll try it for you. Very good. We'll try it. We'll review it. We'll, you know, we'll give all that good stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, we can review it. Like you know, that. it's funny. <laughs> I, I don't know if, if you guys recall. Um, I don't know if Dina, if you were on yet at that point, Maz and, and Brady, you guys would have. Um, but we, we did actually, MJ and I did a live show he was at a brewery in St. Paul. I was at a brewery yep. in Covington, Kentucky yep. that had storm-themed beers. Nice. And we actually wow. interviewed other 
brewers yeah. from other states that had storm-themed beers. And, and we, we talked beer. Like, we talked what was the inspiration behind yeah. that storm <laughs> or weather-themed beer. Uh, we, sh- we should probably do that again. There's probably only been like eight. Fun, actually. There's, there's probably like how many more breweries have popped up in the last five tons. years? Yeah, tons. So I'm, I'm sure there's many more. We should, uh, we should maybe consider doing that again. But shortage, shortage let's go around. So Maz, Maz started with you. Maz, uh, Mark Maz Massaro, our former on-camera meteorologist in Cincinnati. What are you drinking tonight, sir? Apparently, I forgot to comb my hair before. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, I just had to grab something cold, and it's uh, it's a Mick Ultra. And I'll tell you, anything is awesome after mowing. I'm just going to tell you that. (laughs) That that is probably true. I think it's funny you mow, like, so late. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have people stopping me. People stopping me like, hey, hey." I'm like, no time, no time. Got to mow here. (laughs) Precious daylight there. All right, uh, Dina Knightley, our meteorologist and weather producer with the Weather Channel. Dina, what are you drinking? I've got my Blackberry Moonshine. Remember that Huckleberry Mm, Moon? Oh, yeah. I love that stuff. It's so good. You still had it, or is this a new No, I mean, this is like the 15th. (laughs) New batch. I still have the jars because they come in mason jars, and I use them all. They're full in my pantry. Very good. Pickling. Are you pickling with those? Yeah. Yeah. All right. M, uh, Mark MJ Johnson, our producer and Skywarn coordinator up in Minnesota. MJ, what do you got? Yeah. Back to my old staple, uh, Northeast from uh, Grain Belt, uh, actually oh. brewed by August Shell Brewing Company in New Ulm, Minnesota. Wow. Oh, that's it's a dark, dark beer, one. MJ. Yeah, yeah that's a dark that beer. A, yeah, it's kind Amber. of a radish. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. You better run that through again, buddy. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Brady Harris, uh, atmos- uh, atmospheric scientist. Uh, what are you drinking, sir? You know, I was just looking like Mads. I think I forgot to put my tooth in today. Oh, my it looks God. like it. Yeah. No, Did you? No, uh, I am. Uh, I am drinking uh, some. What am I drinking? Uh, it's like the. No, it's bourbon, but it's like the uh, apple uh, one. What? The Crown Royal. Crown Royal apple. Crown Royal. Yes. How is it? Wow. Good. I, I don't think I can drink regular bourbon in the summer. It's too hot, so this game. You, you look like you're on a ship because you're kind of bo- your your camera is kind of bouncing, kind of oh, really? wavy. It's, prob- it's probably because I'm hitting the table with my leg. Could so. be. Ah. So, uh, and Jen Watson, our our contributor at the Weather Channel, she was uh, with us. Hopefully, she'll be coming back. We lost her, but yeah, uh, she Maybe she had a power outage. She might something. be coming back. So, all right. So, our esteemed guest this evening, we're gonna get to uh, Luana here because she's she's still with us, which is a good sign. So, Maz, <laughs> she hasn't run honors. away from us just yet. That's good. So, Maz, introduce our guest. She's waiting until she gets plugged, and then she's like, "I'm out of here." <laughs> hey, we have Luana Lopes Lopez. Oh my goodness, I nearly messed it up. Laura, founder of Calshi, the first regulated financial exchange for trading on events such as hurricanes, drought and global temperature. Before founding Kalshi, Loana worked as a quantitative trader at Citadel Securities and Five Rings Capital. That's awesome, by the way. Wow. Loana earned a bachelor's degree in computer science and mathematics at MIT. Loana, welcome. What are you drinking and what? how did you even come up with this concept? Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for 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 having me. I'm I'm the most boring of all of you. I'm just drinking like a matcha, like a green green tea or something like that. Um, I I cool. only drink Friday to Fridays Fridays and Saturdays. So is that one of those green goodness things with like has like bunch of vegetables in it? So the the store says it's like ten green teas but concentrated, so you get like oh very. Oh my old. god! So you're gonna be up that for hours basically. Green. 
You're gonna be up there. It maybe tastes like just plants and, and a bit of water. <laughs> so since you're gonna be up till Thanksgiving, um, tell us about tell us about how you got this whole concept start. I mean, it's brilliant. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, um, as as you said, I think I, I worked in um, I worked in, in in finance before, and I think a concept that's always there is that most trading comes because people want to have a they, they think something's gonna happen in the future. And they're like, how do I bet on that? Or how do I make money on that? I get this position in the market. So if I think, I don't know, Europe is going to go into recession, um, I, how, where do I get the bonds and this type of, of inflation swaps and all these things to be able to get actually get the exposure to that event or um, and things like that. And, and it really started from this place of most trading actually happens because people have an opinion about what's going to happen in the future and on different events. And then why is there no way for normal people to do that? And why is it not more widespread? And why is it not like a direct and easy to access way? Um, and then we started looking into it and we thought it was a it was a massive market. And I think there's there's a two sides. One is really the speculation of like, I think this is going to happen. I'm forecasting that this is going to happen. I want to make money on that. And the other side is really the hedging side, right? Like if, if we, we both, my co-founder actually worked at Goldman during the Brexit uh, situation. There was a lot of companies calling Goldman to try to get like hedge their exposure to Brexit in some way. So almost buying insurance, insurance to future events, which, you know, it's, it's normal to think about insurance for hurricane and things like that, but think about insurance to, for an election or insurance for things like that. It's something that normal, you know, not big companies think about, uh, but we really want to bring this concept also to, to everyday people. So that's really how the idea came from this combination of forecasting and hedging and really, uh, betting on the future in some way. So, so you got it regulated. So, what does it take to have it? Because re- that's a big deal to have it regulated, as opposed to like Bob's investments, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I think from the very beginning, we we wanted, uh, we really believe that this can be like as big of an asset class um, as things like stocks or crypto or bonds, and and we really wanted it to be really big, and we didn't want to start it, you know, in a sketchy way that I think a lot of people try to start by uh, doing something illegal and then you know ask for forgiveness after we wanted to do it right from from the beginning so we knew that we needed to get regulated and do this the right way because we are a financial exchange so we regulated the exact same way that um like the chicago mercantile exchange is where you trade like grain futures uh, and things like that so the reason we wanted to do that was because we want this to really be a long-term thing like we really believe uh in in, in our mission and what what Kaushi can do and and, and help people do but yeah, this wasn't allowed before. So we engaged in like, I think, two and a half, almost three years of work with regulators um, to convince them to allow them us to do it. And then that after allowing us to, to agree with us, I guess, that event contracts are good things, um, that after that, that we actually deserve to be in exchange and we could meet all the requirements and, and things like that. But it was a two and a half um, to three year process um, to, to get there. It was definitely probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. So, Oh, I bet. Cause, wow. cause it's uh, being regulated. I mean, cause I think if I remember correctly, crypto is non-regulated. I, th- I, I think it's fair to say that most, most crypto stuff out there is not regulated at all. Yeah. Right. Right. So that's huge. Congratulations. First of all. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Luann, I, I got a quick question. Um, I guess it probably a two part one. So is it just weather events like that you're trading in? And two, 
why like what made you focus in on on those weather events like i guess obviously probably you know a gap in the market or somewhere where but do you also have a passion for weather well that that is a great question so it's not just weather we have things from like um economics so inflation fed rates things like that uh weather obviously like hurricanes lake mead water levels we also have things even like entertainment like oscars uh and and things like that um to a lot Wait, of it, we even have like S and P up and down. Yeah, we have like Oscars. We launched even the Emmys. I think next week. I don't really know what they are. I think it's like like who like who's gonna win the award and like you're you're hedging. Okay, wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, because like there's a lot of, of 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 money in the entertainment industry of that that you know people can't have access to to places to you know hedge or mitigate that risk. Uh, so we really have a lot of different things, but we are very focused on weather. I think weather is our probably the biggest or two of the biggest uh, like types of contracts we're pushing. Um, personally, I don't, I mean, I'm from Brazil. It's always summer where, I mean, it's always very, very hot there yeah. <laughs> where I'm from in Rio. Um, you know, it just gets very, very hot or very hot. That's the, that's the difference. And in the summer it rains every night. So that's kind of how, how I grew up uh, dealing with the weather. But when I moved to the US, I think, um, when I started noticing there were actual like seasons were actual things, uh, I started being more interested on it. But um, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm, I'm like, I know that much about the weather, but weather is a big focus of couch. I think for a lot of different reasons, I think people have a lot of risk associated to weather, right? Like there's places in the US that you legit can't get uh, hurricane insurance anymore because of climate change uh, and things like that. And that's something our product can help fix. Um, I think it's something because of climate change is going to get, worse and worse and, and there's opportunity there and there's a lot of people who love forecasting the weather mm -hmm. uh, as you know so i think there's also opportunity there on the forecasting and forecasting side so how does it work take me through it so let's pretend i'm going to be an investor i'm not not going to be just saying right now maz yeah. is way we'll smarter see. than maz, us we'll financial we'll financially see. i got a bunch of licenses investment advisor 66326 all that so i'm like i'm like i'm i'm tracking you here but i'm like tell me how this thing works like if I'm going to be, if I were hypothetically, in case Finn is going to be investing, how would I do that? Right. Uh, so let's say uh, a hurricane hitting uh, Miami, right? So let's say we offer categories one through five. So let's say you want to forecast or trade on category one. So you can do is you can buy a yes or a no contract. And each of those, the price goes from zero to one. Um, and let's say you buy the, the hurricane category one in Miami right now, the price is 20 cents, which means for you can put in 20 cents for the chance of making a dollar if a hurricane category one makes landfall in Miami. So you're pretty much putting like a 20% odd that the odds that that's going to happen. On the other side, you can buy a no. So you can buy that you don't think a category one will happen. That's going to be 80 cents and you make that 20 cents. Um, so basically the way you think about it is the price you're paying is the probability that you think that that certain event will happen um, and you get the, the $1 if that happens. Hmm. And the very interesting thing about our markets is also the forecasting power because the price is from zero to one. Um, the, the price that it's trading at is actually pretty much the market implied probability or the market price, like the market forecast of, of that event. So the fact that Miami category one is trading at 20 cents. It means that the market, so all couch traders agreed and the market price is saying there's a 20% chance that a category one a hurricane is still going to hit Miami um, this season, for example. Okay. Does that so make sense? be like a season? So like if I'm, 
if I'm really good really as a good meteorologist, as <laughs> and I think, okay, maybe I'm looking at some models three weeks ahead, two weeks ahead of time, and I think, hmm, is that too late? Uh, so it's it's the whole season, and the interesting thing about Kaushev incubation at the beginning, like the stock market, uh, is that you can buy and sell, and you can buy at any point in time. So it's going to be open up until, I think, November 30th, pretty much. The season will be over by then, but you can always buy and you can also just sell the mark, uh, sell your position at any point in time. So let's say you bought your yes contract category one hitting Miami at 20 cents and then a storm starts forming in the Atlantic and then the price shoots up to 30 cents because now there's a 30 percent chance it's going to hit Miami. You can sell it at 30 and profit at 10 cents. Uh, so really, you don't even need to be right that a hurricane is going to hit Miami. Ah. You just need to know that the, yeah. that it's going to be more likely that it hit Miami, and then you can start making money on that too. So okay. I'm Italian, and how is Vegas handling this? Are they looking at you going, <laughs> "Hey, hey, what the heck"? Well, that, that is that is a great question. I think that I think we're very very far from 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 gambling uh, at at all. I think that pretty much. We operate up as a financial exchange, right? So the same way you can go to CME, which is the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, to trade grain futures. So the price of grain go up or down, pretty much what you're doing. Or the New York Stock Exchange to do that with stocks. Will GameStop go up or down? You can come to our exchange and and trade on just a different thing, which is Hurricane, actually. And 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 we are just we are not taking any part of this. You're trading with other people, so um, we are just like a matching engine exactly like the New York Stock Exchange or the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. Um, and it, it it's interesting, actually, because a lot of what we do is actually already done by big companies um, out there. So you can think about, um, I think, MTA and, and Disney World, all of these companies actually buy these things called uh, catastrophe bonds. So they go and, like, spend, like, I think, 20 million, like, more, $200 million buying something that if, if a Category 3 hits New York City, the MTA will get a payout. So it's like parametric insurance in some way. Um, and these, the big companies already do that. They buy it um, and they're able to do this. What we want to do is really bring um, on exchange and, and, and allow everyday people to do that. So I don't think it's gambling because especially because if, if you're very good at forecasting the weather, I'm sure you, you have a, a very big edge there, which I don't think you might have in like a... a so, so Luana, it's, so it's not gambling. So there's, there's, is there a limited number of shares, quote unquote, like shares of a, you know, uh, a hurricane, I guess, hitting New Orleans or, or whatever it is. Is there a, is there a limit to how many you've released? Um, so the limit we have is that uh, your exposure is capped at $25,000. So it means you cannot lose more than $25,000 per line. So like a category one, um, that's that's the limit. So you can lose up to 25K, which would give you, I, I don't know, making making around 110K maximum profit or something like I, that. I guess what I'm looking at, is there a limited, so you said it's it's all trading. Mm-hmm. So like shares in a stock market, is there a limited number that are available then? Oh. Um, so if I want to say, yes, I think a category three hurricane is going to hit New Orleans. Well, can I always get that or is, will it get cut off at some point because there's no more availability for me to buy any there or, or can, no one's willing always, to sell? You can always buy it. There's no set amount. You can always buy it. It's a, it's a derivative. It's a, yeah, there's no set amount. So what, so you said everything's being traded though. So who am I trading with? If I can, there's no limit to that. 
right? Are you an exchange, I guess? Yeah, we, we're an exchange. So there's someone on the other side. I think most of um, most of our, our traders are just prediction market traders, how they call themselves as people that actually uh, they're forecasting events uh, all day. There's some, we do have some meteorologists and weather traders actually that all they do some of their like full-time job is actually to trade on on, on weather on weather markets at, at couch because we have daily markets so they come back every day uh, to trade on them there's some people that make so much money it's crazy um, and it's it's pretty much their full-time job to to do these things so it's like retail traders uh, and then we have some small funds and things like that that can be trading against you so small like more like Wall Street focused funds uh, they're very interested in events and, and they're trading there. And then the last category of people who might be trading again is like, again, these people like they're actually hedging or, or using hurricane, for example, markets as almost buying insurance. So they're coming in as like, um, I'm a restaurant in New Orleans. And um, if a hurricane hits me, I'm going to like lose power and I'm not going to be able to have people here for days um, and all these other things. And like food spoilage and it's going to take a while to get my insurance payout, um, all of these things. So they use they buy these scholarship contracts as kind of like insurance and business interruption. So they are also in the market. So if you're buying, especially if you're buying the no side on a hurricane, it's very likely that the person on the other side is actually just buying um, insurance. So I got to ask this question because everyone's eventually going to ask it. You know, we got to talk about fees, right? So are you doing it like a, like an E-trade where it's a certain dollar amount or are you doing a percentage? How are y'all getting paid? It's a percentage. Uh, it's a percentage of, of the transactions that go through the platform. And the nice. percentage depends on the price you're buying at. So it's not like a fixed percentage. Nice. Nice. Because Phil's going to get about 25000 what you're putting <laughs> Phil down for, right? Uh, Lana, is, is, um, how do you – so like is there a certain like radius? So say you're saying Miami is going to get hit with the Category 1. I'm assuming it's not like the center, right? It's probably – like where do you cut it off? Or if it's like a tornado, or if, I guess I don't know if you guys sell tornadoes, Good but question. or if it's like a like, how do you guys draw the lines for that? Yeah, so um, we do it by like the city limits. Um, of, of for example, Miami, it's around um, the the city limits, and who we use to actually um, make the the settlement is the National Weather Service. They are our data source, and and the good thing about us being regulated, I guess, tying to the beginning, is that all of our contracts, so all these things you're trading. They're actually like legal documents that uh, they're like enforceable and they're regular, like the government reviews them. And part of that is making sure the rules are clear, um, the settlement source is clear, it's, it's good, um, and, and all of these things work. So we have a very clear set of rules that kind of answer all of these things about what is Miami, right? Like what, what where, yeah. where do you draw the line? Where do you get this? It's like landfall. So everything is very specific because it's a legal document. So, yeah. yeah. That's good. And super quick question, how do you decide what weather events or weather-related, climate-related things that you're going to trade on? Like the temperature of Lake Michigan, I see, like scrolling through everything. It's it's fascinating, everything, <laughs> you know? Um, I would love to know that. Yeah, that, that is a great question. So most of our markets, I would say like 90, 95% are actually user suggestions. So people send, this, send me an email or send an email to support and be like, I really want to trade on this thing. Um, and then the team takes it back and really tries to really come up with this legal document, the rules and all the settlement things. Um, for for the weather specific ones, right now what we offer, we offer Hurricane and I think Miami, Orlando, New Orleans, New York and New Jersey. Uh, we offer the Lake Mead water levels that I guess just settled, uh, just got 
decided yesterday, I guess for 2023, but we're offering for the next year and then high temperature, New York, uh, Chicago, I think rain for Seattle and New York. So right now it's very much based on user suggestions. So if you guys have any great ideas for markets, please let us know. Uh, and the Lake Michigan one we actually added this morning. So it's a very new market. Um, we got some requests and we thought it was interesting because it was so different from everything else uh, that, that we thought like, why not just 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 put it out and see what see what's gonna happen. <laughs> I love that. So what has been your most popular weather or climate um, that's been traded or that people have been buying? Yeah, so I would say the biggest uh, ever was the hurricane season last year when I think it was uh, Hurricane Ida in like New York uh, I think New Jersey, but I think New Orleans yeah. is kind of like everywhere. Uh, and people were, that, that was a lot of activity. And I remember it was like a weekend and we were just getting so many signups and trades and everything. But in a consistent basis, we have this like daily New York City high temperature uh, that we have some, some, some of our traders, they like found some crazy satellite data and some other ways to like forecast and measure everything. Uh, and they're able to predict it like hours before. And, and we have a lot of just like everyday daily activity. And it's really like a, it's, it's like a forecasting competition. In our Discord, we have a, a, a channel, I guess a server that's on on the weather. And it's just them like uh, talking about forecasting and, and, and all these things about the weather. So ever hurricane last season, um, but every day is on the lady New York City. Oh, and I'm so I'm so glad no, that Vegas is not mad at you because Lake Mead is now low enough. You're finding the bodies. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. God. Yikes. Was was that an event you could uh, you could forecast <laughs> how many bodies, how many bodies? Oh. found in Lake Mead? No. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. So, Luana, you do know it's it's tropical season. Um, it's here now. It's been kind of quiet to this point. Knock on wood, and and uh, kind of hope for the most part it stays that way. Uh, especially anything coming onto the coast. But at helicity.co/sff, they've got a, a huge selection of creative weather and hurricane themed uh, back to school backpacks. I mean, they they've got some cool stuff: t-shirts. Uh, weather-themed shoes, phone cases, uh, all kinds of other merchandise, including some from the Stormfront freaks, like our hashtag WeatherFools shirts. We've got logo mugs and stickers available. All you got to do is go to the exclusive site, helicity.co slash SFF, and you're going to earn 5% off your entire order. And while you're there, click on the Brands tab, and you're going to find all your Stormfront freaks Favorites again. That's at helicity.co/sff. So hey, it's time for our break. Uh, we'll be right back with more from Luana. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, hey, welcome back. Uh, so we're with Luana, and, and Luana, one of the questions that I've got for you is 
trying to understand, of again, of all the options, and you talked about it a little bit, but of all the options you could have gone, right? So you could have you could have done this as kind of a Vegas sports book betting kind of thing. You could have done this as I as we talked about in in uh, the pre-show, uh, kind of done it like a fantasy sports online kind of thing. Um, but you went the route, which probably, as you talked about, took a lot of time. I'm sure it took a lot of money. Uh, to, to go the exchange route with this, why of, of all those options you could have gone, I guess, why did you go the most time consuming and expensive route with this? That, that is a great question. I think for us, it's really about, um, we want event contracts. So we want your like hurricane in Miami contract or your inflation contract or your fed rates, all of these contracts to actually be a very big and prominent asset class, the same way stocks are and bonds are and crypto is. So in a way that like thinking about it as gambling or thinking about as fantasy sports or fantasy weather, it's really like constraining the vision to just like speculating on the retail side. Our long-term vision is to have this being traded on the hundreds of millions, billions, not trillions of dollars, um, which, which happens now over the counter. So you, you call Goldman or you call your big banks um, and ask them, like, I want 100 million exposure to this hurricane season or something like that. And they'll be able to, to get it for you. But we really want to do this on exchange and, and view this the right way so that all of these all of these things are properly, properly traded in the future. And to make it as big as we want it to be, it needs to be an exchange, it needs to be a financial in- instrument and, and everything like that. So uh, it's like imagining if, if all you could do with stocks was like, betting, I, I don't know, go up or down uh, in a casino in Vegas, or you actually could view the entire stock market. We are trying to view the entire stock market before the event side. That's so interesting. So what is the future? Like when you look at like in five years, where do you want to be? What do you want to do? Um, what does this look like? That, that's also a great question. I think our goal is to be like the New York Stock Exchange before events. So the same way you go uh, to New York Stock Exchange to trade like Robinhood or something like that, you'd come to us to trade any event that you want to get exposure on, hedge from, um, or things um, or things like that. So that's the long-term vision. The difference is um, we are we have to make, the way we think about it is we need to make event contracts really big, and then we need to be the biggest player there. But the biggest first step is how to make event contracts as big as they can be. Um, build that ecosystem and then be at the center of the ecosystem. So five years might be way too way too short for us to be the New York Stock Exchange for uh, for events, but hopefully, long term, long term, that's that's what we want to be. You know, and, and the New York Stock Exchange, the good thing about them is that there's an entire ecosystem, right? There is the like Robinhood that is a broker and plugs into them. There is all the I don't know hedge funds and people in Wall Street that actually go in and trade on them. There's all the pension funds that do that. Uh, so there's an entire ecosystem that trades on the central exchange. And we really want Couch in the future to be like that. It's like millions of traders, lots of markets, of, like from as detailed as like lake water, like temperature in, like, in Michigan to uh, as as big as something like interest rates. Um, and, and just a lot of people using it for a lot of different things and connecting for different things and and, and things like that. It, Luana, it's really I, I, infinite. Oh, sorry, go ahead. 
I'm looking real quick and I'm going, you got everything on here. You got politics. You got COVID. I mean, is you going to like, is there going to be a monkey pox trade? Are we going to do a little? Oh my it's God. There, it's there. It's there. It's there. It's shot. It is. Right. No so way. Can you, now that could be manipulated if you ran around touching doorknobs and stuff. <laughs> oh my bars. God. Just saying. Wow. So, I, I, I think Phil agrees. He's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got a, I got a question. Have you, have you ever been uh, storm chasing before? I have not. I have not. Because I think there might be like maybe like a chaser convergence one where oh. you could like bet how many cars are going to be in one area in one time. I don't know, Phil. I think Phil thinks that's a good idea, right, Phil? <laughs> that could be manipulated too. That could be manipulated. Yeah, maybe. It'd be hard for one person. Well, well, it's one like person. I have no idea what Storm Chaser Convergence is, nor do I care. No, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, to. It's like everyone goes to the same place to like chase yep. the storm. Yeah, yeah. So, so Luana, this one of our one of our Patreon members, Josh, said on a side note, there is now a forty percent chance of tropical formation in the Gulf. So the question is, and I, I don't, I might have missed it, but how often are things changing? Like, like how often is it changing the uh, chance of a, you know, Category Three hurricane in New Orleans? How how often does that change? Is it daily, hourly, weekly? Yeah. So the price change at every second. I mean less than a second even it, it's really based on what people want to buy it and sell it so uh let's say right now you can buy it at 20 cents but uh for a miami category one but because the chances of a storm let's say are going up then then people are are going to go very fast and catch that that 20 cents and drive the price up because the 20 became very cheap because it's way more than a 20 percent chance now so in a matter of seconds you can really see that change because the expectations change and then when it goes out, I think, I think it was last week or, or, or two weeks ago that there was some formation, but then it ended up not coming anything. You see the price go up and then go down again. Uh, so it changes every second and, and each, everyone, like if you get information earlier, if you have a better satellite or better, better Sophia, else, you can really go and take advantage of that, that type of price. So, be, so because we go out to millions of people, Josh's statement just now probably is going to drive that price up, right? Because... <laughs> All these that people are hearing that, that, that there's that a. That might happen. That would be, that would it's be already going up. It's already so, going up. so is there an open and close <laughs> bye, bye, bye. to this, or is it is it open 24 hours? Yeah, right now we open at 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern time, and we close most days at midnight. But uh, I think Mondays and Thursdays. So today we close at at 10 uh, for maintenance. But our goal long term is to actually go 24/7. Uh, you know, right now we're still fixing some engineering things uh that's why the see a bakery office. bakery hours is basically what you're you're working <laughs> off of probably yes uh, monday is this monday through friday or seven days a week seven days a week do you do you follow holidays uh no every day every day you don't okay she's yeah. working 24 7 <laughs> right. i gotta ask you how many category not to use the pun of category, but how many categories are there? So for example, if you were on a broad, you know, macro scale, you could say probability of a hurricane forming in the Atlantic, but you could then, you can have subcategories as well. The, the, uh, the probability of not just one developing, but then the categories of it. And then inside that hitting certain areas. And the, I mean, there, there's the probability of a storm surge of 20 feet. I mean, there. Yeah, how many? Where do you draw the line? 
Yeah, no, there, there is a lot. I think we can do an infinite number of contracts and that's what we really uh, excited about. And that's what's really great about event contracts that you can pretty much, our goal is to let you trade on anything uh, that you want to trade on. Um, but but yeah, right now we don't have that many. Uh, we have, I think, around 70. Since we launched around a year ago, we've done 7,000 markets or something like that. But I think right now we have around, I think, 100 contracts or something live uh, on the website. But our goal is to keep expanding that. But you're totally right. It's it's pretty much anything. And then my so, last question is, do you have like, is there like an ethics department so nobody crosses the line in making a category of something you might be like, oh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have done that? That is that is a great question. So all of the, even though most of the contracts come from user suggestions, everything goes through the government uh, to be able to go on the website. And the government has very clear rules, like okay. we can't have markets on war, terrorism, assassination, uh, and things like that. So these lines are very clear uh, of what we can cross. There are obviously other things like, well, we'll want to have lunch tomorrow. We won't do that because it's very easy to manipulate. So there are a lot of different lines and, and there's very robust regulation around it. And being regulated means we have to follow all those things. Uh, so it really adds this level of like trust that things are not going to, you know, break in some way. Uh, but there there are very clear rules from the regulators and from ourselves as well on, on what we can and cannot do. And so really quick, is there a limit to how many events that you can actually have? Um, or is it just however many you think about and they get passed by the government you can have on the site? Millions yeah, no limits. millions. Wow. Yeah, no limits. Hopefully one day millions and millions. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Okay. World domination. Yes. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, no. Phil, you're muted. I'm muted. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So uh, it's time for a lightning round. Uh, I was muted, so I apologize for that. Is, so is that lightning at the same time as the game show? Yeah. Because <laughs> it is a game show, right? It's a, a, yeah. it it a game show. So, Luana, this is our uh, game show of flashy and brilliant questions that yeah. we play with yeah. our guests. Right. Um, and so, it, and we always we always tend to let our freaks uh, kind of pretend they're playing along a little bit as well. So, so here's the game we're going to play tonight. We're going to call it MIT in the movies. Okay. <laughs> MIT in the movies. So, so being a, an MIT uh, grad, here's what I'm going to do. We've got five movies that all have something to do with MIT or somehow involved. MIT somehow involved in the movie. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a clue and I'm going to slowly, I'm going to give you a clue. First clue, if you can guess it right away. Great. If you can't, I'll quick go to the freaks, see if they can guess it off that first clue. If not, I'll come back to you with a second clue, right? Let the freaks, if you don't get it, let the freaks try, come back to you. We have four total clues, right? To try and guess what the movie is. So the title of the movie that has something to do with MIT. Make sense? Makes sense. Makes all sense. right. So here we go. Night. So, so Lu <laughs> Luana, it's only five movies. It won't be too long. Um, so Luana, the first movie and the first clue is MCU 2008. MCU 2008. Something to do with MIT. Ooh. Is it Iron Man? Holy cow. Wow. wow. Good oh, job. Wow. Look at that. I am impressed by myself. <laughs> you should really did go to MIT. 
it's so, very famous because he wears the ring. So yeah, knows. yeah. So so the other clue was uh, James Rhodes, MIT grad. Main character. Main character entered MIT at age 15. And the final clue is Tony Stark. So, geez, oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. MJ, we're going to get through this pretty fast. It is fast. <laughs> All right, Luana, here we go. Second movie. First clue is Alien Invasion 2002. Nothing? All right. Uh, freaks. Something to do with MIT, but Alien Invasion 2002. Oh, yeah. No. Say War of the Worlds, but no. Yeah, I was going to say. Whoops. Wrong. No, no, no. There we go. <laughs> oh, my now God. The thunder, now the thunder What's going shows going on up. now? I'm, I'm f***ing up the... the, the <laughs> Whoa! I'm, I'm messing this up. All right, so second clue, Luana. Character David Levinson is an MIT graduate. Character oh. David Levinson is an MIT graduate. Nothing? What was the first clue again? Uh, Alien Invasion, 2002. Stop Googling it, Maz. I was thinking that too, okay. Angela, but I don't think Independence um, Day. Yeah, it was 1996. Uh, yeah. uh, hey, stop All oh, you guys, stop cheating. Stop cheating, cheating here. We're not, you guys are playing. We're not, All right, so we're, we're not cheating. You, you said the VIPs were like co-hosts, so we're just I'm, utilizing. I, that's true. I said co-co-hosts. All right, uh, so Luana, number three, uh, also stars oh. Will Smith. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really know. All right, freaks. <laughs> Independence Day? Yep. Good job, Angela. What? Good what job, Angela. <laughs> Indo Independence Day. Uh, <laughs> the, other, the other clue was July 4th. July 4th. Yeah, All I, right. I feel like I would have guessed on that one. <laughs> good. Which is good. You're from Brazil, so I, that's, that would be impressive. All <laughs> well, right, movie number three. Movie number three. First clue, Luana, is Las Vegas, 2008. 21. Very good. Wow. That's a good movie. That wow. one I knew before going to MIT. It was like why one of the reasons I loved MIT. Really? Okay. So the main character is Ben Campbell, who's an MIT graduate. Third clue based on real life MIT grad Jeff Ma. And fourth clue is inspired by story of real life MIT blackjack team. Wow. All right. Here we go. Movie number four. Luana, first clue is Best Picture 2001. Is it Goodwill Hunting? Uh, I was gonna guess it that. is not. Good, All right, uh, guess, Freaks. Bro. That was a good guess. That's yeah. picture 2001. I was going to guess Goodwill Hunting, too. Um, Goodwill nothing. Hunting. All right, second clue. Oh, that was fast. Luana. <laughs> I think Garrett had it. Nobel oh. Laureate in Economics. Oh, oh, is it like a brilliant mind, a beautiful mind? The John Nash movie. A beautiful <laughs> mind. Good job. Good job. Garrett wow. got that, too. Good job. Uh, third clue is John Forbes Nash, MIT math professor. Fourth clue is actor Russell Crowe. Man. All right. Final movie. Uh, first clue, mathematics genius, 1997. Well, that needs to be good yep. hunting. Right. Yeah, that's good <laughs> hunting. I got it. Yeah. All right, MJ, that was pretty fast. Oh my God. That was great. That was pretty quick. Was so pretty the much, this freaks were all like, So the other clues, just so you guys know, clue number two, therapy with Dr. McGuire. Clue three is MIT janitor. And clue four is Will Hunting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a pretty good clue. 
All right, so Luana, uh, do us a favor. Where can our listeners find you on social media? And I believe there might be a unique call sheet site for all of us to go to as well. Is that correct? That is correct. So social media, on Twitter is just my full name, Luana Lopez Laura. There aren't that many of, of, of similar <laughs> names. So it's, just my, it's unique. It, it's just my, yeah, it, it's just my full name. And uh, on the Kaushi link, it's just Kaushi, so K-A-L-S-H-I com slash sff so, right so freaks we all got a we all got a unique place we can go to so callshe.com slash are we uh, we all still live yeah we are and it'll it will be just so you know it will be live by the time the audio podcast is released so um that's what i was told so so if you look now, it might not be ready, but but it'll be ready to go. So uh, it is time for our final break. Uh, we've got more for you, including hashtag weather fools. And we've also got a clip from Storm Chasers video game that we like to call Chasers Gone Wild. So we will be right back. Hi, this is Gary England. It's Friday night in the big town, baby, all dressed up, no place to go. Jump back, throw me down Loretta. Hey. Be sure and listen in every week, right? Every week, the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Baby, it's the best in the world. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon. Woo! Who is that? That's the who? Who am I? I'm Gregory. Who are we? We're the Stormfront Freaks, and now it's time for the favorite part of the podcast. What is it, guys? It's Weather Fools. What is Weather Fools for those first-time listeners or those that are just a little bit forgetful? Weather Fools is us as the freaks. We're going on the internet. We're going on the dark web, like as Phil likes to say. We're looking for people that did something not so smart. We caught it on camera. We got it on some link, and, and we're going to show it to you here live Phil, I understand you have a couple weather fools this week. Who are your weather fools? Yeah, so I, I'm going I'm to start with one. This is a uh, Chicago TV meteorologist. The guy's name is Greg Dutra. Dutra, uh, Dutra, I don't know, Dutra. Ooh, I know him. Dutra, yeah. It's Dutra. Okay, so anyway, you got to watch this. I, I'm assuming he's probably a part of the morning show because it's kind of got that morning show. Everybody's sipping their coffee, joking around, kind of feel to it. But he's, he's going to his TV monitor with all the dew points and, and uh, temperatures in the Chicagoland area. And something blows his mind as he accidentally kind of touches the screen. Right now kind of hung up just a little bit. Oh, I moved the map. I didn't know I, I could do that. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I got to try it. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you believe that? Just touch it. You can go oh, anywhere you want. That's Amazing. so cool. <laughs> can I zoom? Oh, oh man. It's a great day. It's a great day. Uh, it's a beautiful start this morning. Our temperatures are, are warming up nicely this afternoon, but we're still going to. I didn't. I just. I've like, never. Seriously. I've never touched it before. Oh, my oh, gosh. My. You can tilt it. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I'm going to figure this all out. A beautiful day in the next couple of days. Roz, we're going to go out to you while I figure out. <laughs> So, he needs a raise. He needs a raise, man. So hilarious. Yeah. So it basically, uh, it, it blows his mind that that his screen was working like his phone screen, right? He could zoom and pinch and all. And he was just going, oh, my God. That was cool. 
think that's hilarious that he just kept going with it. That was awesome. It was so genuine too. I, I it was so genuine. I love it. He's probably at a quarter mil too, and I'm like, wait, yeah. I could do this. I'm sorry. <laughs> Phil, do you have two others? Uh, sure, I do. Uh, I will uh, go ahead and share these as well. So one of them, this this happened uh, just actually a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you heard about this, but there were four people that were struck by lightning near the White House. I did. Yeah. And so wow. this this uh, this little video was actually from a security camera, but you can see the lightning strike wow. uh, right by the White House. You can see when it happened. But there were actually four people outside in this. I mean, it's raining outside. There's like a storm going on at the White House. Wow. There were people outside that, that got struck. Fortunately, I don't think anybody died, but... Wow. They actually wow. did. Oh, did they? Oh, my God, yeah, really? I, I, I think one person did. Yeah, yeah one person did. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. But it's crazy because they were under a tree, and yeah. it was like yeah. they didn't realize the lightning. It struck the tree, but then, you know, it could propagate out and come up into your you know, body and electrocute you that yeah. way. Too. Well, I, yeah, I, I know so many people that think like underneath trees or say like, it's not guys, it's not a sufficient cover. Like you got to go inside, you know, I yeah. know the phrase, when you hear run, when you're, why well, I was about to say when thunder roars goes indoors, but like you, you just gotta, I know that's a little corny, but you just got to follow it. Yeah. All right. And then the, the last one I've got is our obligatory, uh, uh, Oh crap. I just turned it off. It's uh, it's our obligatory turnaround, and uh, don't drown video, and and uh, I don't have it. I just lost it. So MJ, <laughs> cut cut this part off of the audio podcast. Uh, I, I I hit the X button and I closed my tab. So we'll we'll cover that one on the next show. We'll cover yeah, that. If you, find it, if you find it, we'll come back to you. For now, uh, let's go over to MJ. Oh. Sorry, just writing notes there. Uh, <laughs> so we, so uh, what I have, this is a, a contribution from our friend Christine, also known as Luna Light, and she this time she says it's kind of a reverse uh, weather fool. And if I can find the the uh, tab to actually start playing it, I will. And here we go. Okay, so I'm going to speed it up a little bit. And you see, so Phil's turn around, don't drown. You see a car drive through some flooded area, but you see two people here looking at the water and they sort of put their foot in it and they test the water. Hmm. Are they checking to see if it's cold? Are they checking to see if it's warm? I, I'm not sure. Or, but what they're actually doing is they're going, I don't know if I should cross this. Right. Um, yeah. So, so they spend a little time doing that. And then I'll jump forward just a little bit as you watch a man walk right across it. <laughs> and it's not really very deep. It's like oh, deep water or whatever. And he's and wearing like a tank top. He just walks across it. Just... Oh, my God. He's and they just... look and they look at it and they look at him. And, and now they're still tight. Well, maybe we'll jump across it. Hmm. Okay. Look so at they, them. So they line up to do that. And they try a couple more things. I'll jump ahead just a little bit because eventually... They go across. Oh, so there God. Go. Yeah. <laughs> God. Turn around, don't drown, guys. They're just oh. lucky they got away with their lives, I think. Hey, that. But can they get back? That's the question. That would be a good question. Yeah. Oh, so. my God. Maybe they're so there you go. Their shoes? I have no idea. That could be. Hey, yeah. I, so I do want to quick jump in. So uh, Garrett corrected us. Three out of those four people that were struck by lightning died. So oh that was uh, very, very, very unfortunate. But uh, as Brady said earlier, when thunder roars, go indoors. No, I'm sorry. Brady said when thunder roars, goes yeah, indoors. Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's said. What Brady said. That's what I said. 
the thunder but, does goes indoors. But but, but MJ, I, I think I think the weather fool in that is the kids who wouldn't go across the street. Like, just come on. I mean, it's, just, it's yeah, water. I know. What is it going to do? You know, <laughs> yeah. if it was knee deep, I get it. But come on, guys. But I I think, thought it was kind of funny. I thought it was funny. The yeah, way they I, I do. I do too. I do too. All right. So I think uh, we got one last weather fool, uh, and I have a video that I'm pulling up now. Um, and some of you may have seen this video. It was pretty popular. Um, but this is someone uh, videoing a tornado, and I'm just going to go ahead and let it play and uh, let you guys watch here. So mm. so that White House, I, that I sh see that White House right there? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. We Wait. do. Oh. oh. There. I want to see it. Wow, look at the Come debris on. coming so close. Oh, well, it, it basically what it does is it wipes out that White House. It completely oh wipes gosh. it out, which, I mean, that guy is about – you know, 20 yards from that thing. And he's just, he's still videoing the whole thing. And, and it's just like, he literally, you just see the house get wiped out. And it's just like, and he just continues to video. It's like, you know, you go to your basement, man. Like I get and it. There's, there's the fool. Yeah. yeah. You go to your basement wow. and there's the fool. So when we're site eventually. Nader's yeah. not going to get us. It's in the Look. yard right across the street. We're okay. Yeah. <laughs> When tornadoes come close, what's the phrase? How does it go? When that, that was that was the closest to my Brazilian accent, Luana. It wasn't very good, but oh, good that, it was right, well, That's you know what, This is a good cliffhanger for those that are uh, watching or listening. You're going to have to go uh, to uh, our show notes. You go to stormfrontfreaks.com. Look for show 164. We're going to have all those videos and more on that website, so go check us out there. Including if you want to watch that spinning circle. That will be there yep. as well. Riveting. All right, you know what it's time for? Teachers going wild. That's right. When we can't go chasing, we actually play a chasing game. That's correct. There's a storm chasing game. And you know what's super fun about that? We can try fun and different things, and chasers do. They try the wildest things, and they're actually kind of idiots, and they're silly. And they just literally go wild. They do what they can't do. Uh, when they're actually chasing. So, Phil, let's see what's going on with this thing. Run him over? Oh, Jesus. Oh, so he just hit somebody. Like he ran over somebody. The game is where we're chasing storms, and you get money for taking pictures of My truck was further, so not fair. Not fair. Okay, so you're... Did you break off to the left, did you? I'm going to approach this way. You're competing. So I'm rooting for Helen Hunt. I'm Helen Hunt. <laughs> I too am Helen Hunt. No, you're Bill no. Peck. Bill, I love you, Bill. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> Bill, they're I redoing love you. the movie Twister. I'm gonna waste one of my pictures on you. No, uh, no car. <laughs> oh, you oh, ran right into his car. It's pretty tight. Oh, yeah. Game. Well, oh. hope there's a tornado today. This is this is just as boring as waiting real storm <laughs> oh, this looks like, oh like a good storm system here Look, yeah it is i'm yeah. glad you followed me you copycat driving through the field yeah there's a real storm chaser there yeah, yeah. you follow yeah, me the copycat. he just runs Ooh, right oh, into the fence oh, yeah. hey, i should take a picture of that and say it was this is completely yeah uh, get a picture of that for insurance <laughs> it's just a film <laughs> set the most action we've seen so far I'm, there's a fence and you it's found the fence. I, the fence. I can't jump i'm going through the Maybe I can jump. Go, wait, go around. Is there a round? Hey, around. Go around it. He just right busted there. right through the fence. That's what you do when you storm chase. You have to ram it. You have to get more speed and ram it. Oh, boy. Oh, 
So if you want to see this, what you need to do is go to the episode 164 show notes at stormfrontfreaks.com. Very good. All right. So uh, MJ. Send me a postcard. Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. Hey, MJ. What do we got in the mailbox? All right. Our friends at Windstorm Products, the official hurricane preparation suppliers of the Stormfront Freaks. Uh, sent us a message, uh, said, love us some Stormfront Freak podcast. And they uh, talked about a great conversation with Girls Who Chase, which, of course, was Jen Walton in episode 162. So appreciate them checking in with us and appreciate their sponsorship. And yeah. uh, you, too, can send us a message, send us a postcard, uh, whatever you'd like to do, and we'll uh, talk about it on the air. Cool. Love it. All right. So, hey, I think that just about does it uh, for this episode of the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Thanks for listening or watching. So before I announce the guest of our next show, again, if you like the show, uh, don't forget to uh, follow the show on your podcast player. And that just means you'll, you'll get the latest episode the minute we release it. Uh, it'll get delivered right to your uh, podcast player inbox. And you can find all the podcast player options at Stormfront Freaks dot com it's spotify and iHeartRadio and apple podcasts and pretty much anywhere uh, you'll find us and also uh, help us out and send a friend your favorite episode so if you happen to listen to an episode you like like mj just talked about uh share it just uh text it or send it to your friend that's a great way to kind of help us uh, get out to more people that uh, they can find us. Which you one can... is skeletons? Which one is skeletons? M- Maz, are you still here? Because you're you're just frozen. You're literally your hands on your head. You are still frozen. Really? Skeletons. I'm looking up skeletons. <laughs> that is episode 33. I love that one. Is the uh, Kim Cunningham <laughs> blast from the past? Couldn't figure that. out her screen share, oh and we kept gosh. seeing her Google screen of skeletons, oh. which is crazy. Well, I'm starting to think like on your soundboard, you're just hitting Maz sound effects right now. That's what it feels like. It feels like <laughs> I've, I've got like, a backlog of oh, 163 yeah, episodes right. of Maz, so yes, I could do that. You could probably wow. make it fake. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube page and watch previous versions of our recordings of Stormfront Freaks Raw, which is uh, completely unedited. You can hear all the great conversations during breaks. Uh, we got qu- great questions from our VIPs for our guests, and who knows what else is going to get beeped out or edited out of our audio podcast. Uh, we've also put in tonight, we had a ton of <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this, you missed out on probably another 30 to 45 minutes of the show um, that you could watch on Stormfront Freaks Raw. But we've also posted all of our live streams uh, from this past May's Storm Chase uh, where Brady's freaking out over all the lightning going on and everything else. You can, you can watch that. Again, uh, find that YouTube link at stormfrontfreaks.com. 
and visit the website to find out our Patreon link as well. Uh, you can check out all the ways we can do more with you, and you can also help support the show. Uh, visit stormfrontfreaks.com, find that Patreon link, and go ahead and join our team. Uh, you can watch all the raw broadcasts we do, have access to lots of merch and everything else. So uh, special thanks to our guest tonight, Lu uh, Luana lopez Lara. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's great. I mean, it's so cool to just, it's, it's different, right? We, we talk to a lot of meteorologists and storm chasers and stuff like that. So it's really cool to kind of get a little something unique uh, on the show. And, and you've really done some cool stuff with that. And, and you've had the patience and the time and you waited to do the way you wanted to do it. So uh, I think there's going to be a lot of interest, especially in, in our group of geeks or nerds. I don't know if we decided what word we wanted nerds. to use there. <laughs> Uh, but I think they're going to love the chance that, hey, they, they can uh, basically play the market, uh, but do it with some cool weather events and, and do it that way. So thanks. Thanks again for joining and thanks for helping to uh, also partner with us. Thank you uh, so much. It's, it's pretty cool. And again, everybody, just go to Kalshi, K-A-L-S-H-I dot com slash S-F-F. And that's, gonna, that's where you can log in. You can set up your account. Uh, do all that cool stuff. Um, freaks, let's find out where people can find all of you. Brady, I'm going to start with you. Where can they find you on social media? So I'm at uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram, at, at CBusWeather with Brady. And uh, I do have a Twitter account, but I usually just favorite cat stuff, so you don't want to follow me on that. Yeah, I'm not following that crap. Nope. All right, Jen Watson, what, uh, where can people find you? On TikTok and Instagram, it's Jennifer Weather, and Twitter is at jwatson underscore wx. Okay, cool. MJ. Twitter at Mark Stormpod, M A R C Stormpod. All right. And then Maz, there's still something in your eye, but uh, where can scary. people follow where can totally. people follow Seriously? you? Hit the soundboard. Hit the soundboard. Yep, yeah, that was a soundboard. Yep. Oh, man. All right. Well, you can find me if you can find me. It's uh at Money Storm the number four you money storm for you very good and, and you can find me i'm usually tweeting on uh, at stormfront freak uh so that's where i'm spending most of my time our next episode guys we're back in two weeks we're recording live on september 1st and we're going to be talking tropical storms with the chief meteorologist at tampa bay's wfla tv uh jeff biradelli is going to be back in the studio so we're going to have him back um he's now down in tampa bay so there's going to be some good things there uh, our patreon members can join our raw video recording live and the edited audio podcast will be available to everyone else the following sunday so that's where you can pick it up so for uh for jen and brady and mj um, and, and then of course I, we lost Luana. She, she was done. She took off. Uh, but I know Dan and Angela and Garrett are still with us. Uh, and then Maz is, Maz. Maz is, what the heck? Maz has still got something in his eyes. He just seems to be, <laughs> I know some people he's working that, but anyway, for, for everybody else, I'm going to go ahead and signal the all clear. We'll catch you guys next time. So good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive storm chaser radar provided by our friends at zoomradar.com. 
If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at stormfrontfreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast. <laughs>